welcome back. This is the reason to the whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you are hosted today by Tolu Talks and Arnold Reasons. We still ain't figured out the new intro yet. Nah, bro. I almost feel like we need a jingle. Do we have a? We don't have a jingle, do we? I don't think we do. No. We're like almost three years in and we don't have a jingle. We should just get uh, a jingle. I was going to say there was a time when, you know, somebody did bring forth some ideas on that, but you know. No, no, no. If that wasn't a jingle, that was, was that a jingle? That was a jingle. <laughs> but you also went to Miami, Florida for our jingle. So it's so different from us. Go, go big or go home, bro. That's what it was. Bro, I, I want to stay at home, but like, <laughs> I don't want it to sound like DJ Westwood, but American. Listen, we all know DJ Westwood though, don't we? <laughs> uh, yeah, but not for the right reasons, bro. Not for the Tim right Westwood reasons. In the Westwood! Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> don't need it, bro. Don't need it. Don't need it. But today we're continuing the series we've been on, looking at after the auto call. If it is your first time tuning in and you have no idea what that is, it's a book that I wrote and is available on Amazon. Um, so yeah, we've been going through a few chapters, or oh, we're going through it one chapter at a time. And today we are up to chapter number four. So chapter four is called, is it really worth it? Mm. And basically you start by asking a question, is a life committed to following God's ways really worth it? Or are you just spinning your wheels and wasting your time? Mm. And I was looking at that and just reading what comes after, which basically says that can be a pretty tough question to think through, especially when we're sincere enough to go beyond the Christianese responses and to wrestle with what we really believe. Mm. Think this through with me a little. The decision to choose forgiveness when you've been wrong. The decision to choose integrity in your career or business, even when it sometimes means you'll miss out on a chance to make more money by compromising. The decision to follow through on your commitment to grow as a disciple by sacrificing countless hours on meeting with other Christians, some who can be even be pretty jacked up, and on personal study, listening to sermons, etc. Is it really worth it to follow through on all of these things? What's the payout, or is it just a waste of time? I think when I read that first question, I was like, what do I really think about that? Because, and like you said, like the image, the immediate Christianese answer is, of course, you know, better is one day in his courts than a thousand <laughs> elsewhere. You know, it's like to live is Christ and to die is <laughs> to die gain. is get, you know, <laughs> <laughs> which at a broad picture level, yeah, of course, you know, yeah, yeah. But when it comes to the day to day, to the nitty gritty, you know, I was listening to um, the Secret to Success podcast, mm. and one of the guys was saying about how. You know, E.T. messages him to keep him accountable on spiritual life, right? And he's like, how's your how's your devotional life? And he's like, yo, sometimes I am bored. You know, like, <laughs> it takes discipline sometimes to sit down, like you said, yeah. do your study, do all yeah. of those kind of things. And it really just made me think, like, do I actually believe it's worth it? Because yeah. if I actually believed it's worth it, would my life look different? Yeah. You know, like, what? where really am I at with that? Like, do I really believe it's worth it? Mm. You know, like we talk about like going to the gym and doing our walks and stuff like that. And mm. like we're doing that stuff because we believe it's worth it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, 
and there are times with God where it's just like you're literally like floating in the mountains you know mm, mm. there are other times when you sit there and you're like God like what is going on I feel <laughs> like I, I, it's like I'm, there's a wall mm, you know mm. and it's like is it really worth it what do we really believe I love that question yeah bro you know what I think even as you were reading through it, I was thinking this is one of those questions which isn't even just for this part of the book I feel like it's a it's a question that we have to continue revisiting again and again mm. and again mm. because like even with the example of gym the walks health and fitness like like most things in life the difficult day will come mm. and it's not just once it's mm. like it comes again and again invariably like where like you said you have times and seasons where it's like even before the temptation or the thing tries to write, you've already flicked it out the window. Like mm. it doesn't even have a place to mm. even sit. Mm. Mm. But then there are other days where it's like, no, nah, I want to while up. Like <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to give them my mind. I want to give them yeah. hell. Like, yeah. <clears throat> and so, so it is that, that constant thing that we have to keep asking ourselves, like, is it really worth it? Because mm. like, I think answering that question with confidence that it is really mm. worth it is what is going to keep mm. us going when we don't want to. Mm. Like when we really want to do the the opposite of what our commitments require or the disciplines require, it mm. is going back to that place of like remembering why it's worth it. Mm. And even just now, just before recording this episode, I'd just come back from a walk mm. and like I'd come home maybe an hour before look to my watch and I'm p- p- side note I'm in a competition at the moment so <laughs> <every> the walk. <laughs> um, but literally mm. I just even I wasn't feeling it and then I got a message from the person I was competing with basically mm. saying I'm not feeling it and at that moment is when I just oh. put my jumper on and let's go like mm-hmm. I, I can relate a hundred like because that's literally what it was it's, it's ironic we were both going through it at the same time mm-hmm. but it was a thing where in that moment like I had to just I did what I didn't want to do mm-hmm. and then as I got out there put my headphones on mm-hmm. and quickly just looked up a few videos and just pressed play to listen mm-hmm. to because for me I'm big on motivational videos so I played I'd searched a motivational video when you when you feel like quitting like mm. and just press play because mm. it was in hearing the extreme version of what i was feeling because i wasn't at the point of quitting but hearing the extreme or something that caters to the extreme mm. it, it 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 served and nursed my soul <laughs> 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 like and by the end of the walk i felt a lot more strong a lot more strengthened a lot more mm. ready to go um and last point I want to add as well, we were speaking about um, the temptation of Jesus um, the other day in a conversation with, I think it was with Nash and someone else, I can't remember who it was. But one of the things that came up was about how when when the temptation happened in the desert, after the temptations finish, the scriptures actually say something to the effect of let he me left read it to come back for an opportune time or something yes like that. exactly exactly that mm. Mm. 
Um, and that's something that we sometimes forget is that oh. the, the desert does happen. Yes. The temptation or the the feeling of like or the temptation to feel like it's not worth it subsides mm. but it's not forever mm. and i think this is what goes back to powerful the scripture that speaks about um the evil day mm. it might be ephesians i'm just quickly googling it to find it uh ephesians 6 it seems it may be Yes. Ephesians 6 from verse 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Mm. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God. And here's the key part that you may be able to withstand in the evil day mm. and having done all to stand firm and then it goes on to speak about the armor of god and i guess in in remembering that it's it is the reminder that he equipped us with practical steps mm. that we were to take not when we're in the evil day and when that day has come mm. but to prepare us knowing that the evil day will come, will come. and i guess that's why the disciplines in those seasons of bliss are so important, right? Because it's what happened there that will mm. often determine how we're going to respond when the evil day comes. All of the things that you said are just so linked because firstly, you know, when you said about when you got on the walk, you're mm. listening to your stuff, you're doing your thing and it gets better. You know, mm. like all the feeling of like, I don't want to do this. I don't like, there's never really been a time when I've done what I was meant to do. And after I was like, I really wish I hadn't done that. Mm. I'm always like, I'm so glad I did that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And this thing of the devil has left and he's looking for an opportune time. Mm. Right. The question is, is are you going to be ready when he comes back? Mm. Mm. Right. And in mm. doing all those things that at first you don't want to do, but after you're like, okay, I did the right thing. Yeah. That's how you become ready for when the yeah. devil comes back at the opportune time. Yeah, yeah. Right? And then that's yeah. how you're able to stand. Because look, if you're not lifting weights, when you <laughs> actually need to lift that heavy thing, you can't lift it. The mm. strength isn't there. So mm. if you're not doing your spiritual disciplines, mm. when the devil comes, you're not going to be able to push because you're going to have no strength. Yeah, you know? So all of those things are so linked. It's so true. And even I'm thinking about, even just the example of how in the moment that I made the decision to go out and go on the walk, mm. I knew to go to those types of videos. Mm. And that's because I have walked this path. I have tried and failed many a thing mm. and I have found the tools mm. that tend to help me to get through. Mm. Right. And so even in the, like I listen to a lot of that stuff, even when I'm generally like rolling with it, but not necessarily about, um, motivation when you feel like mm. quitting it might just mm. be motivation to go beyond like whatever the thing is that's relevant for there mm. but I have because of like I guess 
the disciplines in various seasons learn certain tools that's helped me when it gets to mm. those those mm. moments where it feels mm. very very weak compared to normal mm. and, and that's, that's where yeah, go on. Go on, Sorry, no, go on. I, was, I was just gonna say that's where the scriptures it's like I know it's not it's not the only example of, of the armor but when it speaks about the sword of the spirit being the word of God mm. And I don't want us to ignore this because it's like it's the Christian thing to do to read your Bible, blah blah blah. But it's like mm. it really is something that is almost like it gives you the opportunity to go on that journey to find like mm. the various things that you're gonna use in those mm. moments. And I've found that in my own life, I don't know if you've had the same experience. I've been taken to scriptures not realizing how relevant they were going to become for next week mm. as an example right mm. and so i could be reading something today thinking yeah you know okay maybe not even understanding what the relevance of it is i'll get the lesson i'll make the notes maybe reflect mm. on it or whatever but it's not until next week mm. when i come up against something that mm. it's like okay holy spirit was mm. was preparing me mm. <laughs> but yeah you were going to say something bro I think I'll come back to that, what I was going to say, right? Yeah. But what you're talking about is what we call like functional training, right? Mm. So there are certain movements that are functional. There are certain movements mm. that are less functional. Like, you know, me doing like forearm exercises is a bit less functional than me doing like pull-ups, chin-ups, squats, those kind mm. of big compound movements. And the reason you train functionally is because then when you need it, you've exercised yourself in the way that you're going to need in that situation that's yeah. why you practice different moves in basketball because you need to be able to react and it needs to feel natural for your body to do those things yeah. and that's what you're talking about when you said you know god has taken me to this place before the like a week before the event is actually going to happen because i've practiced yeah. functionally the movements yeah. the thoughts the things yeah. that i need to do before that's even coming about yeah. the thing that i was going to come back to before was What's interesting is that what motivates you is words, mm. right? And mm. when you think about motivation, people listen to motivational speeches and different things like that. And it's the words yeah. that are said that impacts people. Mm. And whether you're Christian or not Christian, it's pretty much the same thing. But <laughs> yeah. as Christians, what should strengthen us and motivate us is really the word of God. Because even to be honest, yeah. a lot of the motivational speeches are based on biblical principles. Yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So really what is motivating us is Even with the, the word. F-bombs. <laughs> <laughs> the the principles are the principles, <laughs> you know? However you dress them up, the principles are still the same. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, and this morning I was reading, you know, in John, John 1, where it says, in the beginning was the word and mm. the word was with God and the word was God. You know, it talks about how everything that was created was created through the word of God. Mm. And that is the thing that is so important for us. That's the thing that gets results in our lives is the word of yeah. God, you know? And however you want to, to take that, whether you're talking about, you know, the written word, the rhema word, the logos, whatever it is, you know, yeah. Jesus as the word, all of those things are what really motivate us, what really get us moving, what really get us going. Yeah. So the next bit, the next question, I think, I think this chapter is full of some really, really good questions. Mm. why did you say yes to following Jesus what was the outcome or goal you were hoping to achieve as a result mm. and that is really interesting 
Why'd you say that, bro? Because do you know what, bro? This sounds a bit weird, but I can't actually remember getting saved, if that makes sense. Mm. Like, my parents said I was quite young, you know, like maybe mm. like four or five years old or something like that. So I don't have this, like, you know, some people, they can talk about their salvation moment. And mm. it's like they're transported to glory and they remember mm. like they, they they can feel yeah like when my soul and my spirit became re- I, I don't have that do you know what yeah, i mean like yeah, yeah i was yeah. like i think they said i was five like i can remember like times where you know you're in church you rededicate and stuff like that but i can't mm. remember mm. my actual salvation moment if that makes sense Mm. so when I think about that question I don't know why I said yes at the beginning do you know what I mean like I know <laughs> yeah. I did yeah. but I don't I can't remember why you know but yeah. it's an interesting thought like do you remember do you remember when you got saved I do I do so mine well it's, it's a yes and a no <laughs> okay because I had a period of mm. like maybe like three months and the actual day itself, I can't mm. tell you. I can't tell you. Mm. I just know that some. So within that three month period, I went mm. to various um, Christian youth events that I was invited to by different friends. Mm. Um, and I just know that at the start of that period, I was wilding out. <laughs> Somewhere within that three month period, by the end of it, I was a different person, mm. and. I'd turned from the life that I was living before. So, so similar to you, I don't have a day in particular mm. that I can pinpoint. There's, there's a day I remember within that period, but I don't think it was that day. Mm. I'd, maybe it was just that day, but just there was something memorable about, memorable about it. But, um, but yeah, it's just a period for me. Mm. Um, but interestingly, on that question though, it's it's funny because. I think for me, when I said yes, I think I had like eternity on my mind. That was the main gig. Hmm. Like I wasn't thinking about much other than the fact that if I continue living this life that I'm living, how I'm living it, Hmm. the only thing that is certain for me is that one day eternity is going to catch me slipping. (laughs) <laughs> and that was it like and that's forever ever forever ever ever like um so i think it was the realization because i think like i grew i grew up from around the age of seven that's when my mom got saved she grew up christian mm. in a christian home mm. but she was living how she was living and it was when i was seven that i remember she had her her mo- i remember her day <laughs> mm. when um when all of that happened for her but so I grew up in a Christian home thereafter, or I was raised going to church and all of that kind of stuff, but I was doing my mm. own thing. Mm. And so I said all of that to say, why did I say that? What was the relevance? I'm trying to remember. In terms of you had eternity on your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so gro- because I'd grown up kind of exposed to that mm. kind of stuff, I always kind of loosely, I, I never doubt, I don't remember a day in my life where I believed that there wasn't a God that existed. Like I think I've, I have, as far as my conscience goes back, I've always believed he existed. And up until the point of my salvation, I always knew that there was a problem between me and him. Hence why I was mm. trying to do my fire insurance prayers every night. Like, <laughs> Cause I didn't want him to take me in the night. There was something about mm. the night. I didn't think about the day, but the night mattered the most. Really? 
yeah That's there was something there was something about it it's like whenever i would rain when i was going to bed and i put my head to that pillow mm. i'm sorry for my sins forgive me for the sins that i know the ones that i don't <laughs> <laughs> it was just something about the night for me man and mm. i don't know if it's maybe because i heard the scripture about him coming like a like thief, a thief in, the in the night yeah i, mean, yeah, yeah. I maybe <laughs> took a literal version of it and just thought yeah he's literally gonna come in the night but um mm. but yeah so i think i was conscious of the fact that there was a problem i was conscious of the fact that he existed mm. but there was just something about that period mm. where it became real to me that i was guilty mm. like i not just i was guilty which i pretty much knew beforehand like this is real and the weight of it is very real mm. and i didn't want it but so i think that's what i was trying to address um and thereafter, as the days, the months, the years unfolded, I realized there was just so much more. Kind of like mm. the, the the treasure hidden in the field. And I think that's the difference between kind of like wanting to be saved from, from hell, from all that kind of thing, mm. and wanting to be a disciple and wanting to really grow in a relationship. Like they're two quite different things. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And... It's so it's so on theme with this book because I remember, and maybe that's even part of what inspired this book being written. Mm. Like very early on, I didn't know or have any conscious thought about, like, or maybe I guess I did loosely. Being restored to his design, I just wouldn't have used that language, mm. right? Mm. So I I knew there was a way. But I, I don't think I'd really banked on thinking how everything fits in with, with each other. So like how discipleship is mm. a tool and a system that is used to train us to reflect him and his mm. ways mm. more and more by the day. I think that's why this book is so important in terms of it shows you what comes next. Mm. And I think that is so, so important. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Reason to Behold podcast. Let us know your thoughts. Hit us up info reason to behold.com and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace. Peace.